You wouldn't take any food that someone forced onto your plate. You wouldn't take any job that was just offered to you randomly out of college. You wouldn't live in any home that was just temporarily vacant. Then why is it that so many women tell me that their entire love lives have been based on whichever man showed strong interest at the time. The answer, of course, is scarcity. If you think you're never going to eat again, you'll grab whatever food is offered. If you think you have no employment options, you'll grab anything that pays the bills. If you're going to be homeless, you take a room wherever it's available. Here's what's different about love. You don't need to take whatever is available. You can say no, you can be single, you could raise your standards until they're met. So if your pattern is falling into a relationship with whatever guy tries the hardest when you're lonely, listen to this Love You podcast. You're never going to be the same. Stick around. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to learn how to be the chooser and not the chosen. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. You got a client named Martha, and Martha has a pattern. Tell me if you can identify. She's a serial monogamist, and I don't judge serial monogamist. My wife was a serial serial monogamist, but it's a thing. There's a reason there's a label for it, and she's kind of proud of it. She's kind of proud of her relationship history in some strange way. She doesn't want to be a serial dater. She doesn't want to cycle through guys on dating sites. She likes being in relationships. She considers herself open-minded. She thinks that she has reasonable standards and is willing to give guys a shot. She recognizes that all men have flaws and she hopes she finds a man who's forgiving of hers. It's not a bad philosophy. And if you look at her relationship history, looks like it's somewhat successful. One-year relationship, three-year relationship, five-year relationship, seven-year relationship. She's barely single in between those relationships, right? Like a month or two or three in between these long relationships, which means she's kind of off the market pretty quickly. And the reason she finds herself in this position, and I hope you could consider this option, is that she doesn't really insist on choosing her boyfriends. She lets her boyfriends choose her. That's a big, powerful shift. We talk about being the CEO of your love life versus acting like the intern, right? This is part of that same shift. She sees it like she's last call at the bar. Right. He's the only guy at the bar. He asks for your hand as they're about to turn on the lights at the bar. Right. He leads you out of the bar. And because he's the guy who's there when the lights turned on at the bar, this is the next decade of your life. He chose me. I was there. I was lonely. He was cute enough. And now I'm in a relationship with someone and we normalize all the problems in that relationship. And by the way, this is maybe the most common way of dating but it's somewhat indiscriminate. I could talk about my wife being a serial monogamist and I was the opposite. I was one month relationship, three month relationship, cycling in and out. And I might've had a problem with being a little bit too picky, but I actually think my wife had a problem with being too indiscriminate. It was just the first guy to come along and and woo her. Um, If he was a decent guy, he would seem to get the job no matter what. So there was almost like no qualifications for the job. So if Love You is about making you the CEO of your love life, dating like this turns you into a permanent intern. Whatever guy wants you to work for his company, not whatever guy. Obviously, you're going to reject guys who are unattractive to you. But any attractive guy who comes on strong, you end up going along for the ride, especially if he's cute, smart, successful, he gets an extra boost. 
and you're willing to overlook some qualities in him that you hadn't considered. And then any guy who has enough going for him, who puts in his time and effort and tries hard enough to woo you, basically gets the job right, right up front. And you end up paying for that for months and years later. And I want to say very pointedly, I don't judge you for this. This is, I dated this way in my mid twenties, uh, when, before I did this job, um, when I was a penniless screenwriter and I was depressed and I was anxious and lost. If she was pretty and she paid attention to me, she'd be my girlfriend. And if she was the only person who could see the good in me when I was feeling bad about myself, I'd take her. And what I didn't realize at the time, it took kind of years of retrospect, was that most of these relationships that I got in was getting a ticket on the Titanic. I, I, was, I was a sinking ship and I was getting on a sinking ship and it might've looked good from the outside. The women I dated were often decent on paper, but we were always doomed to crash because I was an emotional cesspool. She was an emotional cesspool. And it was sort of a misery loves company relationship based on mutual loneliness and need. And that's how you end up with girlfriends who have major jealousy issues and daddy issues and employment issues and security issues and character issues. This is how I dated when I was at my lowest. So once I learned to value myself more, right, write a couple of books, get on TV a little bit, start a business, make a little bit of money. I stopped going out with the first attractive woman who was interested in me and I shifted into a greater CEO mode. All right, now I'm feeling a little bit better about myself. Which person do I want to be with rather than who will have me? Will she accept me as I am? This is the criteria. Before it was, is she smart or pretty? And my criteria shifted into, I need a girlfriend who accepts me as I am, who doesn't try to change me, who doesn't make me backpedal and apologize all the time for things that wouldn't require an apology around a more secure person. So once I shifted into, okay, I'm interviewing for the job. I'm trying to see who's a good qualified candidate, where the relationship is going to be easy and it's going to flow and I can relax and let down my guard and be myself. All the stuff I share with you, once I shifted into that, my relationships got better and better. The girlfriend at 31 was better than the girlfriend at 29. The girlfriend at 33 was better than the girlfriend at 31. And if you are a regular listener to the Love You podcast, you know the central metaphor of Love You is that you're the CEO and men are the interns. The CEO never has to hire someone out of desperation. The CEO of a real company has an HR department, they vet candidates. They do multiple rounds of interviews. They do personality tests. Right? They don't give you the job until you earn the job. They don't give you health insurance for three months. They don't let you have the corner office until you've been there improving yourself for five, 10 years. This is the vetting process of someone who has something at stake that's really worth their while. And if you contrast that to how most people date, maybe even you, I want you to think about that CEO, that really slow deliberative process versus what most people pass off as dating now. You get on the dating app, you swipe right until you find someone cute. If someone cute swipes right on you, you text a couple times, you meet in person, he's really charming, charismatic, you hook up. If the guy you hooked up with is really excited about you and wants to commit, guess you got yourself a boyfriend. And that's pretty much all there is to it, is did the cute guy I hooked up with, right, want me as a girlfriend? If so, I'm along for the ride. And now you're not driving anymore. In that case, you have become 
the intern, right? Or actually, in this case, the man is the intern and he's choosing the company he works for, right? He's basically found you, chose you, and you're like, who, me? Oh, okay, sure, not a problem, right? So he's casting a wide net and you're just taking the first guy. It's almost like The Bachelor. You sign up to be, be a, a contestant on The Bachelor. You're one of those 25 women. You're signing up to fall in love with whoever The Bachelor is. It doesn't matter who it is. You're signing up to meet him, right? Imagine going on a dating site with one guy. Whoever the guy is, he's going to be your boyfriend. Right? There's something wrong with that, right? So I want to return the power to you. You don't want to be a passive participant in the most important decision of your life. You want to choose your job. You want to choose your home. You want to choose what you eat for dinner. And to do so does not mean you're masculine. It doesn't mean you're controlling. It doesn't mean you're desperate. You're not chasing down guys. You're not asking them out. You're just making a conscious shift in energy. Revamp your online dating profile. Date online for a half hour each day. Screen candidates in those first few weeks based on their efforts to follow up and escalate things, not just how they look or how they appear on paper. Go out with one of these guys per week and keep your boyfriend job open for a while until a man has proven himself over five weeks, right? So that he's worthy of the job of being your boyfriend rather than sleeping with him first and then sort of anxiously hoping that he chooses you. You are the boss. If you can act like the chooser instead of just being the chosen, you could completely shift the way you interact with dating relationships and men right? and become the CEO of your love life. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.